0: Welcome everyone to the Ove Torah, Daf Yom Today's Yishiur is Daf Chav Zayn. We will begin actually on Chav Zayin Amun Alf at the second line from the top of the page where the words say Tanu Rabbanan. Today's Yishiur is dedicated for Efwashehema for Bat Rachel. She should have Efwashehema Bechol Gideav Bechol Evareah, as well as for the success of the anonymous donor and his entire family. Says the Gemara. At what point do we flip the beds? We mentioned that, they, that they're supposed to have flip beds. Right? Uh-huh. When does it work? When do you have to do that? Something Once they take the body out of the house, that's when you have to start with all these things. Not just the, the flipping the beds, but all the other things as well. Okay. Much later. In other words, they take the body out of the house, they take it to clean it, then they're taking it to bury it, right? Mm-hmm. So according to the first as soon as it's out of the house, you start all those things. And the says, no, that's when you close the golel, which means you close the casket, or you, either you close the closet, or when you cover it, when you put a tombstone. Okay. Says you know about Subungaliel, but I'm going one time the man is going passed away. Kevin shared some better I don't believe it Subungaliel so Ken. I, I think I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it looks like it wasn't him. No. It was Subungaliel. Kevin shared some better with. Welcome, Mike. Kevin shared some better Once they took the body out of the house, uh Amala him to be there, said Kafumuthem, he be asked them to flip the beds. Now, be there said I was is, uh, the the reason why we assume it's not a is because the B-A-L-Z-A should not have seen a the Okay. Um, they said, we already did it through the Be'er Ya'ezet. shabbat. At what time? Do they put the beds back where they're supposed to go on end of Shabbat? Which means they stop doing these things on Friday. At what point on Friday do we stop acting like, people stop acting like Avelim? Amar, rabab, bar, bar, no, sorry. That's from Minha and on. Once Minha time comes, at that point they start Shabbat preparations. Which means, even though at minha time you're already allowed to flip the bed over, but to sit on the bed as if nothing happened, you can't do either. So Friday afternoon you're in like a twilight zone. You, your beds can't be flipped, so you have to be up regular beds, but you can't sit on the beds to act like it because it's still morning time until Shabbat starts. Once Shabbat starts, then you can. Okay? On Shabbat, Shabbat on Saturday night, even though you have one more data set, which means that the next morning you're going to get up, you still have to flip it over again. Okay? We learned in a brighter You have to flip over all the... Uh, the beds in the house. Okay, even has ten beds. Go flip them all. Now, I'm assuming this means. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Good. Okay, even their far brothers, they all have to flip their beds in their house. Okay? Which means, don't think that you have to only flip the bed if you live in the same house. Even if you're in your own house, you flip your own beds in your house. But if it's mitah, which is more like a table, where you're putting stuff on, and you don't have to flip it. if you have a dargash, then you don't have to flip it, obviously. Now, everyone knows what a dargash is, right? You know, right? You know. Neither do I. Don't worry. So, what's a dargash? If you look on the side, it'll tell you, No, I, that I will explain what a dargash is. Yes, coming up, coming up soon. Right? You flip it up, Rashbagomer dargash matirat karbutav. Who no film enough? You just untie the loops and it falls on its own. My dargash amuula, al sad It's a bed of good fortune. Dargah says Rashi mita shmiachtin ota le mazal tov. It's a dargah that's special for mazal tov. They don't use it for anything. El miachtin ota l'sheret mazal tov alei. We we make it to give mazal tov on it. You get, you get Mazal. Right? It says that when a king is uh mourning, everyone's he doesn't sit on the ground, everyone else sits on the ground, he sits on a little now, is the if if a dalgash is a mazel bed, right, which is just there, no one's going to sit on, not used for anything, not used for anything. So now, if the king is mourning, are we going to say, oh, if you're mourning, you sit on the mazel bed? Are we going to put the king on a bed that he never sat on in his life? If it's a, if you told me it's a regular type of couch, and the king always sits on it. And now, since he's a king, he's everyone sits on the floor, and he sits on the gargash. Okay, we got it. But if you're going to tell me that it means some kind of mazal bed, why well, now that he's morning you should, sit on the mazal, you should sit on the bed that you never sat on before? We're going to put you on a bed that you, so you wouldn't sit on ever, you could sit on now in your morning. Doesn't it seem fine. Does, like doesn't like, sound right. It
1: sounds like it's for good mazal. Why would you do that when
0: he's not ill? Right. Oh, exactly. So we're challenging that explanation of dargash, because doesn't seem right. So the like, what, Matki <speaking> Varvashi, <in Hebrew> said back to him, "My Kusha, what's the question? just like eating and drinking." Dad, eat now till now. Right, we never gave the we never gave the king someone else's food, which means the rule is that a, a mourner is not allowed to eat his own food. Someone else has to bring him food. So the king also is going to eat someone else's food. Here, king, I brought I brought you eggs. I brought you uh, majedra, right? What do what you I'm, I need you majedra. Get out of my. Get out of here. I'm a king, right? No, normally, no one, no one brings the king other food. king eats his own food, right? And he pays for his own food. Now, all of a sudden, he's eating someone else's food. So, just like that, something you never do when you do now. So, to sitting on a dargash, is something new, and therefore, it's not a question, okay? Right, good. So, so, if you don't like Ulu's Pshat, it's a ma- Mazel bed, so then this, this should be the question on the Mazel bed. The in the, brain, the Dargash, answer, if you have a Dargash, you don't need to flip it. You stand it up on its end. And if it's like a bed of Dargash, am I in, if, if we're telling you that a, a Dargash is a Mazel bed, Am I entitled to have a Why do you have to flip it? Tanya, I cover my door. No, my door. But I don't cover. I cover. We said you have to flip all the beds in the house. So you have to. You should have to flip the 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 darkish too. Someone says no. My kusha. Me have me mitam yuchid lekelim. Just like if you have a a, a bed that's made for utensils. The Tanya, we said in my time, we have a lekelim. As So here too, since no one's sitting, I wash. I flip it. Right? If, the same way I have, if I, if, let's say I have a bed that I just put uh, pots on, right? So I don't have to flip that bed because no one's sleeping on the bed. So, too, a mazatov bed, I shouldn't have to flip because no one's sleeping on it. I just, no, okay, you're right. If there's a question, this is the question. Okay? Rashbag Omer, Dadgash, Matir Karbitav, no film We said about the Dadgash, all you do is you untie the loops. And it falls on its own. You don't have to flip it. You just untie loops. If you want to claim that it's a Mazda bed, it shouldn't have loops. It should be a regular bed without loops. Why?
1: See the image on the bottom
0: yeah there's two images here you want to show it to him?
1: one they're saying this is a dargash right mm-hmm. that looks like almost like a hammock let's say the way it's set up yeah. it's like a fancy uh looks like uh cloth right and they loop around it it's that's leather like, i think that's the that's the a leather one the better bed and this is the more regular peasant bed that has like it's held I guess held up just by just strings in a tic tac toe format. No, this is the regular one. Mm-hmm. An ordinary bed, it says yeah,
0: here. Yeah. yeah, it's
1: basically. Right, I'm head understanding,
0: head. right, Roman? What are you saying? This is the ordinary bed. It's like not comfortable, yes, correct. I guess, and that's the dargash. Okay, so they want to say it like this. When the bean came, there was a rabbi whose name of Tahitha from the from the from the from Eretz Israel, right? And he told him Fam, Davshit Shuka the Didigalai, he was always in the leather makers market. And he claimed, Ah, Binyamin, how are you? He said, My Dargash, Al Saditzalah, a bed of leather. Okay. It my nami, Amar Via Dargash, Sirugu Mitochho. It has its bindings inside. Which means, instead of going around the frame, like you see on the left side, it goes through the frame, like you see on the, I'm sorry, on the right side, it goes through the frame, like you see on the left side. See the difference? Right? Mitah, it goes around it. Come join us, uh, you, know. you have COVID today? You have COVID today? Well, come join us, we. Okay, fine. Amar Rabbi Yehuda Bar Acha, Amar Rabbi Shuv Ben Levi, Halacha can be is like a shpak. All you untie the you don't have you don't have to flip it over. You just untie the loops and you let it fall. Okay. Amra Rabbi Yaakov Bar Acha, Amar Rabbi Asi, Mita shenikleteil yotz'in a bed, which is a canopy bed. We had this in Sukkah. There's a canopy bed where you have one post in the middle. And you put the canopy over the post, so it's like a teepee, okay? Not, uh, like a, a tent, okay? This you could have a, you could have a poster bed where you have four posts, and it's a uh, you have a flat roof, or you could have a slanted roof with a one post in the middle, okay? So naklitin is a one poster bed, right? No, uh, uh, sorry, neklatayotzin, yeah, in. Here two poster bed, yeah? Zokva vidayo. All you have to do is flip it over, and that's enough. You turn it upside, and it's fine. Tamaru b'adam we learned yashen al gabe kaseh. If he slept on a chair, al gabe Udyani, or on a big mortar, Uh gidelom israel gabe karka, or even on the ground, lo yatzai idecho to, he didn't fulfill the obligation. Amar b'yochanan shelo khem kivat mita. In other words, if you didn't flip the beds, you know, I, I stepped on the floor. But you didn't flip the beds; you're not Yotzeh. You're not they're flipping the beds. Okay, Tano Moran, Mechabdin Umar Bitzin. You could sweep the floor. In the olden days, we're talking about dirt floors, so you allowed to sweep the floor. Umar Bitzin, when they after they sweep it, they would sprinkle water on it to to make sure that the dust doesn't come up. You want it to be more flat okay So you don't have to leave your house dirty you're allowed to sweep it and put water on the, on the dust you're allowed to rinse the plates and the cups and the jars you're allowed to clean things but you cannot bring mugmar is special nice smelling spices you allowed to bring the perfumes not the perfumes Okay? That's too much. You can wash, you can clean, the house can be clean, but none of that stuff. Oh, yeah? Is that true? You can't make a barakah. You can't make a barakah these things, barakah. It sounds like you could bring them. If we say you can't make a barakah on it, it sounds like it's okay to have it, just don't make a barakah. Right? One's talking about the bet Then it's wrong because it's only for him. Beit is a place where people come in to visit. So in other words, in the guy's bedroom, where no one's coming to visit him, you can't have the nice-smelling spices because it's only for you. You can't, you can't be relaxing, enjoying these uh, incense candles or whatever they're doing, right? You ever buy these? They have TJ Maxx, you can buy these, uh, what is it, they sell these. Sometimes the candles and
1: sometimes... The- what I was talking about but like I saw it in all the of the pictures like a stick that smells yeah know. yeah there
0: could be any of these okay. things so right. so these right. things yeah. to have them in your bedroom is is wrong because they, they, the, the mourners bring it for himself over here we're dealing with a case where the reason why the brighter that said you can't have it it's talking about to put it in the living room since people are coming in so you're doing it for the people then it's okay so the person that's mourning
1: can do it for the
0: people yes that's what we're saying exactly that's how we got okay, we had one brighter that said you can't do it other brighter says you can't do it answer is they're talking about two different rooms. One's talking about the bedroom, and one's talking about the public area, the public area of, the, of the house, of the same house. They're both met Havel, technically. Got it? So he said that you should do it? It's, it's a good thing to do? Well, the what bride, bride-, okay. the, the bride- had said that you can't make a belachah on it, that's all it said. Which was the implication being that there's nothing wrong with doing it. If there's been something wrong with doing it, we would say you shouldn't do it. So, whatever, we're not telling you how to run your house, but you're allowed to do it. If that's, if that's your way of doing things, then you can. Nu Mishnah. An molichin le bet You can't bring food to the betta avil, lobe tabla, not on a tray. Lob iskatuda, not in a big bowl. Velo not in a large basket. Elibe only in regular baskets, not fancy deliveries. Okay? If you're anon brichate vilim you can't make the bricha vilim an chol but you can stand in a row on the if someone passes away you can't say right they used to have a special if a person passes away on you don't make it but you do stand in a row and you do console the people and we let everyone go home you can't put down the, the coffin in the street on the why give Gil Hesped? Because then people start might think to do a Hesped, a eulogy, which of course is a sword to do a eulogy on whole. Am I right? Good. And you never put a woman's body down in the street because it's not respectable. Um, What's a beer? A body? Huh? Yeah, a beer is like a... A, a, a beer is... English I- word, Engl- correct, those are, are English word for a, like a gurney that you would put a a, 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 a body on.
1: Nor are the beers of a woman ever set down
0: in the street. Now the reason why is because they're worried that that if any blood comes to them and they get stained, it looks, it's embarrassing, people are going to say that be, that, that uh, looks like, it looks embarrassing for women to see blood on them. So you don't put them down on the street. Is it a guess.
1: wheelbarrow, like used to carry people? It's not a
0: wheelbarrow. A girding is like a, a stretcher uh, hold by uh, four uh, people. Yeah. Okay, I think that's what a beer is. Taro Baram, I'm going to write the And originally, he used to bring food to Bet they used to bring it in baskets of silver and gold. If you're wealthy, you use fancy baskets. They aravot and they used to make baskets out of them and bring in that. They made everyone bring it in these willow baskets. Of the of anim. In order that anim should forbid it, it seems like people are more sensitive to. Uh, to, poor people are more sensitive during times of Avelim, like it's one thing they can get through their lives in general, but when people visit them during times of Avelut, they're more sensitive, and that's why it's a very big mitzvah, you see from here, in this writer that um, uh, Chazal were very, very sensitive to that, and when they saw the feelings of people they changed the rules that no one's allowed to bring gold and silver ones uh, you can flip it the other way too, you, sometimes you go to someone's house, you see things are not the right way. You should, you know, you, you, you see that there is something embarrassing. A lot of people come to visit them. You have to go. You have to take care of them. To, to mitzvah to take care of them, you see from this thing. So you used to serve drinks in the bet taver. They would the Ashnim would serve it in white glass. And the Anim would put colored glass. But the Anim were felt bad. Everyone used colored glass. Often you go to even wealthy houses, and very often you'll see that they'll serve, serve cups in plastic cups. Right? It's a positive thing. But in the old days, they used to uncover the faces of the wealthy people who died. They would cover the faces of the poor people. Because so very often the the poor people would have faces that were black because they didn't have money to buy food. Were, were, were embarrassed, that they, they didn't look as good. That's one of the way the Jewish custom comes, that we never leave the the face of the dead body visible. Where does it come from? From the sensitivity to making sure that people don't feel bad about how their dead body looks. And they, you know, by the going in, it's a very big thing. How nice do they look? How nice they look? No, we're not looking at it. Look, we don't want to make anyone feel bad. Who looks good? Who doesn't look good? We're not talking about that. So it used to be something like a wake and a half It seems like that. Wow. It seems like they used to have it and it was okay. There was nothing wrong with it. The on, only problem was, I mean. Okay. But it's not even you motzi'in, a at the used to take out Ashirim, would come out of the Dalgash, Raniim would take out of on a beer. I guess the Dalgash is fancier than a beer. Okay. Is it drink what? No, no, not, uh, a, not the beer that we just spoke of B I E R
1: the carriage for people
0: like a stretcher, like a something to a bed that they push people on to carry them Yeah, on. whatever. Okay. It gives you a call mutimbachaliha, it's not cavor for everyone should take it out on a beer. If someone died with a problem in the stomach, so so nowadays, uh, with refrigeration, they have the body refrigerated the whole time; and nothing happens. But if someone died with problems in the stomach, there is a strong smell, and they used to put uh, uh, spices underneath it so people who pass by don't have to smell the bad smell. But right, and then the people who had problems would, would be embarrassed that if you smell the smell, that means there was something wrong with the stomach. Because the, uh, of the kavod of the live people with problems in their stomach, they made a rule that everyone has to have this bad, sm- this good smelling perfume to to mask the possible sense, even though the people don't have it. But originally, they would they would if a, a lady. Um, Nowadays, women who are nida, we don't, we don't pay attention to the fact that when they touch something, it makes a tamer, because everything is tamer nowadays. So we don't really care about it. But in the olden days, uh, when people were careful with tahara, you have tumah and tahorah, and you had tumah around, they can't get tamer. You had to be sensitive to the fact that when a woman's nidah, she, she can't touch tumah, she can't make anything tamer. Including, including that is the utensils that they touch would make you tamer. So originally, they, when, when a woman would pass away when she's in nida. So they would they would take the kelim that she touched. Or well, let's say she was on a bed that was something that was immersible in the mikveh, and they would immerse in the mikveh. And regular women would feel, would be embarrassed. Right? Mm-hmm. Right? That, that, that if they die, people remember that they would, they They made a rule that they dipped everything whether you need that, whether you not need that, we dip everything. This way no one feels bad over there. But I should not hear if a Zav, which is a man who has a discharge come out of him, we don't have that nowadays, but something that used to be in the old days, right? If they would die, they would also dip all the killing. But I should not if a also the lives of him would be embarrassed. I call this to dip everything after that. Okay? But I should not hear met, I should not It used to be that the expenses of burying the, the, the people was was harder than his death, in other words, it used to be the money that they charged for burying the guy was was harder than his death. I mean the people who who were relatives and had to pay to bury the dead guy had found it harder to, pay, to deal with the bill than they had to deal with the death that 's how hard it was, right Aju <laughs> made So much so that sometimes they'd have cases where you had relatives abandoning the dead bodies and running away because they don't want to be charged. The fee, right? (inaudible) (inaudible) And he (inaudible) he came out in regular plain linen garments. (inaudible) And therefore, everyone started using only plain linen garments and they don't put the guy in a suit. Used to be, you know, put you know, just like the goyim nowadays love deal. You know, but they put the, the, the dead body in a fancy, super fancy suit, and they show his face. Here we start. No, there, there aren't, We don't allow that. We don't allow anything besides the plain linen garment from Aban That even a is because Nasi, and he's wealthy, wealthy like crazy. He's still coming just to plain linen garment. And once he did it, everyone followed him, and that was considered a good thing. That nobody had to pay any more for fancy clothes for the dead body they nowadays they used to dress him even a piece of canvas worth a zoos, just worth very very little that's what they use to be, to bury the dead people in because that's the the big biggest hoot for them you think it's the biggest hoot that people look at you and say, say it's proper or the biggest hoot is they helped on him. if you can do one last thing before you before you get before you get buried is that you're helping on him she be genin. We'll give, we'll give me one one last Mitzvah before you bury the guy. En manichim et tamitah barachov. You can't bury the mitah. No, en manichim et tamitah You can't leave it in the street in a Amra moed. i rapapa. says, En moed b'fine tamir haham. If a tamir haham pass away on a moed, we ignore the, the holiday and we still do it nursery because that tamir haham. ken hanukah u purim. Definitely that's only in front of him, which means if you're in front of the coffin. But if the ham is not here, and you, know, you want to make a separate Hesped, let's say on the Shiva, right, in, the, in, the, in the, then it's a sur. And is that true? Rav Kahana made a eulogy for Avzvid Fumnahada in Pumnara. Amra Papi, Yom Shmu Ahava. Yes. That was the day that he heard about it. In other words, since Rabbi Papi had just heard about it that day, it had the law of as if the dead body was in front of him, and therefore, even on Holmoed they were allowed to have a eulogy. Okay. Amar Ula, Ula's claims, hesbed alev. When we use the word hesbed, it means you knock your chest. Have you ever see the Torah using the word hesbed? How do we know? Dechtiy al shadaim sofdim. Because it, it, it says in Yeshayah that the woman will be banging their breasts. So if they're banging their breasts, that means that you're banging your chest. And the called softim. The word softim is a, a word from the word hesped. So we read the word hesped in the Torah. It always referred to, you going like this, person banging their chest when they're um, mourning. Tipuach Biyad. When you use the word tipuach, it means you're doing it with the hands, you're clapping your hands together. Right? Kilus, when you do kilus, it means you're stamping your feet on the ground to mourn the dead body. Have a person who's stamping, don't use it with a sandal, because it's sakana that you could have a problem if you bang with a sandal. Right? A sandal could sometimes, uh, when you stamp on it, it could be hit, hitting the ground. Straight. Um, there is another pshat in Rashi the other way around. You shouldn't do it with a shoe because the shoe is soft leather, and we're worried that might might be a rock on the floor that can go through. But a sandal is harder. Okay, either way for the flip, that's a complete flip. Either you should do a shoe or you should do a sandal. Okay, not so clear which ones, which one it is. Amar <speaking> biyochanim, <in> Aveil if you have a mourner, kevin chena anad osho. Once he nods, shuv en melachim leshayim let It's go then the people can't sit next to him, which means that uh, some explain that it means that you nod your head a little bit, and by, by nodding your head, you 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 understood that you understand the, it's like a hint that you understood the guy, and he shouldn't continue to try to come for you, okay. And that's what it means is don't sit next to him, means don't continue to talk to him. He's got it. He understood what you said. Thank you. And leave him alone. Everyone has to stand in front of the Nasi. The only people, when the Nasi walks in, everyone has to stand up. Two people don't have to a sick person and an Avil. Everyone, they tell him sit down. Because since they don't have to get up, they don't have to sit down. Avail the first day. He can't eat his own bread. Right? We said this. On the first day, first day, someone else is to bring the bread. How do we know? The Torah told you, Hashem told you, when he told you, not to mourn, he told him, Don't eat other people's bread. I don't want you to mourn. Don't eat other people's bread. Now, in indicating that he shouldn't eat other people's bread, that means that a regular mourner has to eat someone else's bread. Did you get that or no? Again, by Yecheskel, Hashem was telling him that even though his wife is going to die, you're not going to mourn. Okay. It was a special command from Hashem not to mourn. Okay. Now, in describing not mourning, he said, don't eat other was red. Oh, so we forget, oh, if Yecheskel is not, so, not mourning and uh-huh. he's not eating other people's that means that real mourners uh-huh. have to eat other was red. And that's how we know it. Got it? So this is Gemara. Rabbi Rabbi Yosef, whenever anyone died, they would bring the other one the first meal. This way, in other words, when Rabbi Yosef was sitting shiver, Rabbi would bring the meal. When Ra, when Rabbi was sending shiver, Rabbi Yosef would bring the meal. Okay. Rami Marath, met If there's a dead body in town, call everybody is not allowed to do work until the funeral happens. Sure. Okay. I guess this was a small town. I don't know what that what that means. I, I, I heard that shoe. I got that shoe. Okay. Ikla He came to Daruma. Rumsa Shama He heard a shofar, where it means someone died. Chaza Hanach Avdita. He saw guys doing work. Amulzo he told him, Lehuva Hanach Bishmata. So you guys are you guys. I'm going to put you guys in Shmata. I'm going to put you guys like in Hayim for for what are you doing working? and Somebody passed away. Right. Lo Isn't there a dead body down? Amulzo. Oh no, he says, but in our town we have a Chever Kadisha. Right? I'm like, If so, yo, I'm taking you out. I didn't realize you have a Chever Kadisha. The rule is if you have a town without a Chever Kadisha, then, you, have, then you, you would have to stop. But it, since you're in a town with a Chever Kadisha, it allows people to continue working because they're going to take care of the dead body. Chever Kadisha is a group of people who take on to take care of, of, of people with dead bodies. Whenever someone dies, they're going to take care of it. So, I guess the system will know they would, before they had um, communication device like cell phones that they would blow shafar and the chevra would know to come. And therefore, the people who've got running a shoe store, he doesn't have to come because he knows that whoever's on the chevra is going to automatically go. And I guess the, the, the town will pay the chevra, and it's like this way not everyone has to stop the business every time someone dies. Okay? Now, I'm, I'm assuming this is not in a town of 5 million people. Probably, probably people you'd have to have separate heifers like we do now. There's not just one heifer, there's a bunch of hefas. Okay? Anyone who, who's uh, too uh, upset about his lost relative, he's gonna, if, 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 if a person cries too much over a dead body, Hashem will you say, oh, Are you crying too much? okay, maybe you need another dead body. For example, there was a lady in Rebhuna's neighborhood. She had seven sons. One of them died. She wept too much for him. Don't do it. He told him, don't, don't don't, overcry. There's a mountain. That you're supposed to cry, but don't overcry. Go over crying. Right? She ignored him. She told him, listen, if you listen to me, good. If you love, you don't listen to me. Sabit zavad al idach. You want to make another. You want to make more uh, burial shrouds for the other kids, right? Meet another one died. Umit cool. They all died so far. Then he told her, Timush zavad al Prepare your own burial shrouds. Umit and she died. So so she wasn't able to stop. It seems like they're complaining when a person. He's supposed to cry, A person supposed to cry. But when you overcry, it's like you're complaining to Hashem. Mm-hmm. And that's not a good thing. How do we know? Because it says, Don't cry for a dead body, and don't shake your head for him. You're telling me that don't cry more than you need. You're telling me that don't, don't shake your head more than you need. Three days should be heavy crying. Shiva, seven days, has sped. Shloshim, Thirty days, is what you uh, that you, then you don't press your clothes and you don't take your haircut for thirty days. Okay? after thirty days, Hashem tells you after thirty days, if you're still doing this listen, don't be more merciful than I am. I've more mercy than you do. So your your mercy is supposed to be that for thirty days you give the respect to do what you're doing. But after that you're, you're not. Right? You cry too much for the one who's leaving. If a guy, you cry a lot for someone who leaves, that means if a person leaves without kids, it's a lot of crying for him. He would not go to a bet evil, but he would go for somebody who died without kids he cried much one leaves because he'll never come back and see the land of his birth which means he didn't leave his son to come back for him, right? so this rabbi would only go to those houses because he didn't want to stop learning but he would go for those houses because they needed more crying if, says no, if you have a guy who's doing and he does it, repeats it all the time that's what we're referring to a guy who leaves the place and won't come back if, says, if a guy does Avera and does it again, it becomes like mutar. Then it's mutar for him. If a guy does avera once, then he does it again, it's mutar. Mark says, Does it become mutar when you do Avera twice? It becomes mutar? I didn't know that rule. He says, No. Once he does Avera, the first time he does it, he feels very, very bad about it. Does Avera he feels very bad. Second time already, he's already telling himself that it's feeling really not so bad. So, Ravuna's rule is, oh. you do Avera do once, you feel very bad. Second time already, it's already to you, and therefore, once you like you're not going to do Tshuva anymore. Because, what, do you mean? what are they wrong? It's beautiful. It's Mutar. Is it Mutar? No, it's not Mutar. You, you think it's Mutar. Okay? You're fooling yourself. Avra Blavi. Et for the first two days, you can look as if he's got a sword in between his two legs, or his two shoulders. Okay? Which means you hold your head low for the first few days. For the three to seven, It's like it's opposite him in the corner. He sees the sword of the corner. From After 30 days, no, after seven days, it's like you're passing... You in the street okay or, or for the 12 months okay we said we never put the, the bed of the woman down in the street because it's not kavod right mm-hmm. this that we don't put it down that's a woman who just gave birth right if she died in childbirth we don't put it down because there's always there could be blood coming out of it in the middle and there would be people if you put it down the street so then people would see a pool of blood over there and it's not, it would be not nice for her. A regular woman you could put down. That's according to um, Nahidai. So Nahidai is not arguing on the Mishnah. He just explained that the Mishnah is restricted to a case where a woman died in childbirth. Okay? man. I feel other woman. We don't put them down. It says Miriam died. The Pasuk says that Miriam died and they buried her there. They buried her right away after she died. So you see that even, even Miriam they did it right away without putting down a. Putting, normally they would put down the the coffin in the street and everyone would make a eulogy. Here they buried her right away. So you see that it's not just. I mean, Miriam was one hundred twenty years old. We're assuming she wasn't giving birth I and mean, she didn't die in childbirth, right? So therefore, she actually no, she was one twenty. One twenty six or one twenty four. She's older than Moshe. Moshe was one twenty. They bought Moshe and Miriam died the same year, so. Uh, Moshe was 120, Miriam was, was over 120. We're assuming she wasn't, didn't die in childbirth and still they buried her right away without putting it down, so it's a, so it's a proof. Okay? What time is it? Part two. Part two. Okay. Um, hold on.